You are Locked On Tigers, your daily Detroit Tigers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, everybody, we are back here at Locked On Tigers for another edition of your favorite uh, Tigers podcast, hopefully. Today is Wednesday, July 21st, 2021, and your Detroit Tigers have the longest winning streak, active winning streak, in the sport of baseball. The beautiful game that is a five-game win streak now for the Cats. Um, Another big, impressive win over the Texas Rangers last night. 4-1 Four to one victory, a lot more, uh, a lot more controlled than the fourteen to nothing obliteration, I guess we'll call it, of two nights ago. But another fantastic, fantastic performance by the boys, and uh, we're gonna go over it today. We're gonna go take a take a nice little deep dive, get our toes wet a little bit into uh, into this game. It is. Uh, there was a a two plus hour, two hour and ten minute rain delay for this game. Um, and, and I am getting home and I was at the game again, uh, and I am getting home incredibly late. It is, it is no longer late. It is now early in the morning. Uh, and, and, uh, and, and yeah. So if I sound incredibly tired, it is because uh, I've had a, (laughs) had a very long evening, uh, just getting home a lot later than I expected, but the show goes on, baby. The campaign continues. So, um, you're still getting a show, no worries there, still getting a normal episode, just uh, I wanted to apologize up front if I'm, I don't know, lethargic, I guess we might say. But I'm going to I'm gonna try my best, I'm going to try my best here, I've slapped myself around, got a nice glass of water here, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna do our best to, uh, to, to be on our toes. Um, roster moves to start off. I guess we'll start off with that. Actually, no. I'm going to start off with telling you guys about Spotify Greenroom. Haha. That was a really, really, really great transition. Uh, this episode is brought to you by Spotify Greenroom. Download the Spotify Greenroom app and find one of our lockdown rooms today. All right. Let's, uh, let's get into roster moves. So, first up, Matt Manning. Okay. Uh, we're going to talk about one at the beginning of the show and one one roster move at the end of the show um, in, in segment three. Matt Manning, we're going to talk about the beginning because we want to start off on a light, happy note and not a sad one that made me want to cry. Uh, so Matt Manning recalled from Alex Lang sent down to AAA, um, and Matt Manning will be back, and he will be pitching tonight. He'll be pitching Wednesday night's game against the Texas Rangers. Um, I think this is super smart. And I tried to kind of calm people down a little bit when he got sent down right before the All-Star break the first time, but nobody wanted to listen to me because Twitter is a place of pure and utter chaos. Um, this sending down uh, prospects, especially pitchers, sending down pitchers right before the All-Star break and then calling them back up right after is common practice. That happens very often. By pretty every team, that's uh, it's not a new thing at all. People were running around like like he was never going to come back, and he was just going to be down in AAA for the year or something. Um, and and yeah, like I said, I, I I tried to explain it to people on on the internet, but uh, the internet is what the internet is, and and 
people didn't seem to care. So uh, very, very common practice, and he is back, uh, which is awesome. Uh, and yeah, so so Matt Manning will be will be starting tonight uh, as you're listening to this, starting Wednesday evening against the Rangers. I think it's super smart too, uh, kind of like how Tristan McKenzie used to be against us. Right, how Tristan McKenzie would just be in AAA and then he'd just get called up to face the Tigers and then dominate us and then get sent down after, right? Like I, I think not that not that Matt Manning's going to be up and down, up and down, but uh, just in the sense that like the Rangers are a really bad baseball team and specifically have a really bad lineup, um, and I. There are not very many teams I could list off that I would rather Matt Manning face. <laughs> well, I'll just put it that way. The Rangers not good. Matt Manning young and uh, struggling to get swing and misses early on in his big league career. Which oddly is not something that he's had a problem with. Not oddly, but it, it's not. That's not something that he's had a problem with at all in in the minors. Uh, the, the, his problem in the minors is giving up hard contact. Everything in AAA uh, this year has seemed to be either a a six hundred foot home run or a strikeout. But he has been getting plenty of strikeouts. His strikeout numbers in AAA were not bad at all. Uh, it's just the ones that weren't strikeouts were homers. I mean, I remember one start he had uh, earlier on in the season. I remember watching one start he had where he went uh, he went f- five or six innings and almost had double-digit Ks. I think he had nine Ks, ten Ks maybe even. But he gave up three runs, and they were all solo homers. Like that's so. <laughs> that's just been the epitome of his of his minor league. Uh, season so far, and then he gets up in the majors, and it's not very many swing and misses at all. The strikeout numbers have been—I uh, feel like horrible is a is a weird word to use there because you can be an effective pitcher without striking people out. I, I would rather you strike people out. And I, that, you know, if you want to guarantee someone's not going to get on base, you you don't let them hit the baseball. Um, but you know, it it. it the Kyle Hendricks, etc., of the world do exist. It is possible. So I don't, I don't want to say horrible, but the strikeout numbers have been very low. Very, very low. Uh, and and the, the hard contact seems to not be super <laughs> fixed. He just... I'll put it this way. His his last start in Comerica, he had a lot of deep fly ball outs uh, that were probably home runs in, in AAA. Uh, so uh, he's, 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 he's in love with the fastball, and uh, his ERA isn't, isn't horrible by any means, and he's had a couple of, of borderline quality starts, but uh, I don't know. It'll, I'm kind of just rambling. I apologize. It'll, it'll be interesting to see what, what version of him we get. Uh, if he was able to go on and, and to go down and work on some stuff, and also see if, uh, yeah, r- really just the the whiff is whiff rate is what I'm going to pay most attention to. How many swings and misses he gets because uh, he was not missing any bats. Uh, his his first stint, the entire first stint he had up here this year. So, be super interesting to see. And uh, yeah, I mean. What what better time for Matt Manning to go back out there when 
than when the offense is on fire. We're on a five-game win streak, and the Rangers are a terrible lineup. It's honestly a, a perfect scenario. It makes a ton of sense to throw them out there, and, uh, and, and it'll be super fun to, uh, to see. So we have that. Um, the only uh, – we'll just stick with pitching, I guess. We'll go into last night's game, 4-1 victory over the Rangers. Uh, Tarek Skubal on the bum. He looked pretty darn good. Six, uh, six innings, I want to say. I want to say he got a, got a little quality start action, right? Yeah, six innings, four hits, one run, no walks, and four strikeouts. A really, really good performance. He had 83 pitches. Um, uh, still – if there's any lineup to just go after and just throw pound the strike zone with, it's this Rangers team. I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna keep reiterating how bad this lineup is because it is horrid. Um, so, so I, I really would have liked for a slightly more efficient. Not that 83 pitches in six full innings is is horrible by any stretch. He has been far wor- less efficient at points in his career, far far less. So uh, a, a step in the right direction, I guess you could say. But uh, in a perfect world, I would have liked to seen a little bit fewer, you know, less pitches uh, and or that same pitch count with maybe, you know, another inning added on to it. Uh, the strikeout numbers have been sensational uh, this season for Scooble. And tonight, 4Ks in six innings, not, not horrible, not fantastic. Sure, man. I, I mean... Whatever's working. Again, this this lineup is so bad. Like, <laughs> I'm I'm fine with with pounding the strike zone against the Rangers and just getting a bunch of ground ball and fly ball outs. I'm I'm really okay with it. Uh, and I, after that first inning, he was on cruise control. The first inning, he he almost gave up a run, got a couple of base runners there, and then pretty much the rest of his outing, he was he was on absolute cruise control and looked fantastic. So I was very very pleased. The stuff looked great. Uh, this is the first time I've ever seen school pitch in person. So that was kind of fun. Uh, I got to see I, I incredible seats. That's a story for another day. Uh, but but yeah, you, the the breaking ball really does move a ton. His, his stuff is electric, man. You can see it from from the stands even. Uh, so very, 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 I just said very like eight times. I'm so sorry. Uh, a really, really good performance from Scooble. Very, very pleased with it. I just said very again. Uh, and I'm really looking forward to see what he can do. I'm kind of nervous about this whole Mize is going to get off the inning restriction and then Scooble's going to go on it. Nervous isn't the right word. I I mean, I don't know. I, I, I just, you got to trust Hinch and Fetter. You got to trust him. And I know it's frustrating now because we just want to see these kids just get taken off the leash and just let ride. But uh, they they really do know what's best for the team, and they are two of the best, if not the best, both. There's a legitimate argument that we have the best manager in baseball and the best pitching coach in baseball. That's a legitimate argument that not only you could make, you could probably win. Your Detroit Tigers have that, so I'm I'm going to trust them. Uh, over, it's really just selfish reasons of me just wanting to be like, oh man, I I really wish I could just see both of them just get unleashed at the same time but but I know long term this is the better solution and I know next year they'll they'll have a lot less restrictions and they'll be a lot allowed to just kind of be free uh next next year's gonna be a really fun year man this year's been a fun year so no complaints for me just me being 
uh, high maintenance and selfish there for, for a second. All right, let's get into the offense. But first, I got to talk to everybody about Wild Alaskan Company. We all know we should be eating more fish to get our omega-3s and protein. But the seafood counter can be intimidating. Which fish tastes the best? What type of cut? Can you really be sure about the quality? Wild Alaskan Company takes the guesswork right out of buying wild-caught seafood. You're used to having a lot of choices when it comes to what you eat, but it matters where your food comes from. Get your nutrition from nature. The Wild Alaskan Company sources wild-caught seafood from Alaska and the Pacific Northwest. Do you love to order fish when you go out to eat, but you never make it yourself at home? Cooking restaurant-quality dishes at home starts with the high-quality seafood and simple techniques of Wild Alaskan Seafood. Wild Alaskan Company delivers high-quality, sustainably-sourced wild-caught seafood right to your door. Choose from salmon, whitefish, or a combination. And every month, there are different specials to explore. Each shipment contains premium wild-caught, individually-wrapped portions of delicious seafood that's ready to prepare and very easy to cook. So get your nutrition from nature which with Wild Alaskan Company. Right now, you can also get $15 off your first box of premium seafood. When you visit wadalaskancompany.com slash MLB, that's wadalaskancompany.com slash MLB for $15 off of your first box. Wadalaskancompany.com slash MLB. Make sure to use our URL to let them know that we sent you. All right, everybody. We are back here at a uh, very, for, for me, not for you. Hopefully, maybe, maybe you're just chilling, listening to Lockdown Tigers very late at night slash early in the morning. Um, but that's that's when I'm recording as well. Uh, it is it is it is well well into Wednesday. I'll I'll say. Uh, so let's uh, let let's get into the rest of this game here. Very fun game to attend. Crowd was great again. Even a, even a Tuesday night crowd against the Rangers after a two plus hour rain delay, and there was still a. Pretty respectable crowd there, so super, super fun. Um, if you haven't been back, to, to go to Comerica, man. Just go. you you got to go right now. It is, we're winning. We're winning for the first time in so long. And, you know, the full capacity, just, just you got to go. It's the best atmosphere that's been in that stadium in, in maybe half a decade. you you got to go. you got to go now. It's quite a fun time currently to be uh not only to be a tiger fan but but to be be back in copa it's awesome the offense was uh really really solid again today put together a lot of great at bats and some pretty notable performances so so dunning gets to start for texas uh that trade they had with the white Sox going into this season uh gets them dunning with uh with who lance lynn that's who it was um so Dunning pretty four and two thirds, three runs, one walk, only two strikeouts. He was missing no bats. I think that was the the biggest thing that was very noticeable from being there. He was missing zero bats, man. Like, <laughs> like he only two strikeouts. Uh, you know, you can just look at the scoreboard and the box score and see that. But but he he was not. Wasn't like he was getting up 0-2 and then giving up grounders. Like he was missing no bats. We were seeing him very, very well, which is awesome. Uh, it's 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 nice. It's just so nice to have a. This team is what six games under 500, and it's like watching a, a 
World Series product compared to what we've had to watch the last four years. It's just so crazy. It's so refreshing to kind of not just be the butt of the league and just be like, okay, well, we're supposed to win this game. Just to be supposed to win games. That's something we haven't had in so long. Just to go into a baseball game and have Vegas and MLB.com and and the experts that are picking games and stuff all favor you. That's some that alone we haven't had in like three, three, four, five years, man. Just crazy. Anyway, uh, that's got. I'm getting sidetracked quite a bit. I'm sorry, my my brain is scrambled eggs. Um, so he was missing no bats. We were seeing him incredibly well. Uh, his velocity also wasn't fantastic tonight, and I think that might have had something to do with it. But regardless, we we came in and did what we were supposed to do, and that's that's great. That's great. Jamer with a couple of hits got a double. Uh, so Jamer's on base percentage is fine. It's in the three fifties. It's also almost a hundred points higher than his average, which I love. That means his walk numbers are pretty solid. The thing with Jamer this year has just been the slugging percentage has plummeted. I mean, he is not getting extra base hits. Um, for for someone who had such a, and I know 2020 was weird and, and whatever, but his last like 40 games of 2020, he was one of the best hitters on the planet. Uh, and it, it's just weird to see, of all things to go, um, the, the extra base power was not one that I really expected him to have as big of an issue as he has the first half of the season. Now, that being said, the last two weeks have been a different story. He stepped it up a little bit, hit a couple of home runs, got another double tonight. He that slugging percentage is almost back to four hundo. Almost back to four hundo. Uh, but but the fact that we have to climb up to four hundred tells you about the, the status of his slugging percentage and what it was there for, for a while. I mean, for the first whatever, three months of the season. So really glad that he's getting some extra base hits in there. I think that's super important for him. Uh, and, and, yeah, that OPS will just shoot up with some extra base hits because the OVP is already pretty solid. Um, Robbie Grossman with a tank, absolute nuke. At, everybody knew it right off the bat at the stadium. That was fun. Scopey with a couple of hits and an RBI. He continues to, to be Jonathan Scope, man. He continues to be very, very good. Um, Eric Haas with another tank as well. Harold Castro is also just, like, he's just so funny, man. He's just hilarious. He's the only person, like, I've ever seen that has a 300 batting average and a sub-700 OPS consistently. That's, like, his career. He's been in the majors for, what, four separate seasons now? And his career numbers are like 300, like 299, 300 batting average and a 698 or whatever OPS. That's fascinating. There should be movies made about this guy. It's, it's just so incredible. And like I, I know Castellani told, told Foolish Baseball that, that recommended like, man, this is not a bad video idea. You know what I mean? Like just just so whack and so insane to, to watch unfold all the time. Doesn't ever walk, doesn't ever hit an extra base hit, but consistently gets singles every single game. It's truly unbelievable. Uh, Derek Hill with a nice knock. Also, I, then we'll wrap up on this game, to be honest. Um, 
Derek Hill has been swinging and missing a lot less than I expected him to, and that's awesome. Derek Hill was uh, someone that had a lot of offensive struggles in the system, and that's why he was a first-round pick that took, whatever, seven, eight years to make the majors uh, because of offensive problems. And I, I'm very, very pleased that, that his whiffs and his, his strikeouts as a whole have, have seemed to, to go down and go down and, and we'll have to see what he can do over a full season. And I know it's a pretty small sample size still, but, but at a surface level, it's, it's been nice to see him uh, at, at a bare minimum, even if he's not hitting the cover off the ball, just not go up there and just be a three-pitch strikeout anymore. That's awesome. All right. We're going to head into uh, just some wrapping up of some comments made by Avila, some, another roster move, some standings, etc. We'll just kind of wrap up on the day. But first, got to talk to everybody about our friends over at, you guessed it, Built Bar. Did you know that Built Bar has so many delicious flavors? You did because you listen to this show and you hear me talk about it all the time. There are something for everyone. You don't know what flavors they have? Well, let me tell you, okay? Coconut, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, German chocolate. My favorite flavor is the cookies and cream right now. That's my favorite in circulation. I love it. And the crazy part is, if you don't know which of those sound great or if all of them sound good, you can get the mixed box, which is two of each of the nine flavors. Gets you some nice variety in there. And on top of that, the next time you order, you know exactly what you want. Not only are Built Bars the best tasting, because they truly are, but they're also healthy too. 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180, only 4 to 5 grams of sugar, only 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. So order today. Get that raspberry, that mint brownie, that cookies and cream, whatever you would like. Built Bar is also the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. You know how crazy that is? You can just like... Go online and just order the same food Olympians eat, like just for fun. Take advantage. There's a reason that they're sponsored by the U.S. track and field team. So good. uh, Join the wave, baby. That's all I got to say. Join the wave because you're going to miss it. You're going to miss it. You're never going to miss it. They're always going to be available, but you get what I mean. You want to be one of those people that's like, yo, I... I was big on Built Bar before, you know, it was mainstream, before it was cool. Be, be, be that guy. Be that guy. Offer, go to Built.com. Use promo code LOCK15. You'll get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Next up, I got to tell you guys about Fully Loaded Chew. Today's episode is brought to you in part by Fully Loaded Chew. Fully Loaded Chew is tobacco-free, long-cut, and pouches that give you the same pack, dip, spit, and buzz you're used to without tobacco. Available in nine flavors, Fully Loaded Chew is made with all food-grade ingredients and tobacco-free nicotine. It's the purest form of nicotine available. It's the only moist nicotine pouch on the market. All other nicotine pouches are dry white pouches. Nothing dips, spits, packs. Nothing is like it over at Fully Loaded Chew. Fully Loaded Chew is offering Locked On MLB listeners a special offer as well to get in on the action. Right now, you can try it for just one U.S. dollar. That's right, just one dollar. 
So go to www.fullyloadedshoe.com. Use promo code locked on for just $1 and free shipping. It's literally just a dollar. You use code locked on at checkout. The next time you go for a dip, make sure it's a fully loaded shoe. Fullyloadedshoe.com. All right, everybody, let's wrap this puppy up. Uh, For starters, Spencer Turnbull getting Tommy John surgery. Absolutely devastating. Uh, I was I was very very sad to be honest. I found this out uh, a little just a little bit before I had to get ready to go down to Comerica Park, and uh, yeah, I'm not gonna lie to you. It it uh, was pretty sad, and uh, I was I was pretty pretty devastated about it. That's for those who have followed me for for a, a while now. Uh, you guys are aware of how how much I have just tried to make everybody understand that he is good. And, you know, I've just been, I've been one of the the focal, more vocal people really his entire career about like, give this kid a chance. His stuff is so nasty. I promise you, if he can even have decent command, he is going to be a killer on the mound for a long, long time. Uh, And we're finally seeing that come to fruition this year. His numbers were great this year. Obviously, obviously he had the no hitter. Um, Just just phenomenal and uh really really sad to see him get tommy john uh the the timing of it sucks too uh because if it was an off-season thing then you know he's missing a year but because uh because of of when it is he he's not going to pitch next season i i would say i'd say it's pretty unlikely for him to pitch next season so uh he's already missed what a month and a half this year he's gonna miss the rest of this year and then he is uh i i would say odds are pretty slim to none that he pitches at the major leagues next year as well so you're looking at uh you're looking at opening day 2023 the next time you're gonna see spencer turnbull in uh in in an old english d which is really really sad um wish him nothing but the best hopefully a speedy recovery um but yeah just so sad, man. We're just five. seeing it all come together and seeing him finally take that step that I've I've been trying to shove down people's throats that that he was capable of taking, you know, for for the last two years, three years, and um, you know, that's that's the selfish side of me <laughs> that's upset about that. But I, you know, that's that's obviously very tough for him to go through having a having a great season and then just getting it derailed like that and the no hitter and everything just super super sad so hopefully you can get a speedy recovery and uh you know what the best we can hope for is is tommy john's unpredictable that's the thing some people come back and are better some people come back and are never the same so we'll see man there, there there's a chance that 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 the league done messed up it just made the boy better so so we'll we'll <laughs> All we have in this world is optimism, man. All we have in this world is hope. So let's just let's just go with that. Let's just ride with that for the next fourteen months or whatever. Uh, so so Turnbull done for the year. Uh, sad but true. The other thing is uh, Alavila made some comments. Uh, some people are asking him about trade deadline approaching. What kind of moves are you going to make? Kind of a thing. 
and most of the questions were implying heavily that we were going to be sellers again because we have been for half a decade in a row now. So everybody has the right to assume that we would be again. And uh, Avila didn't sound too sold on the whole idea. Ha! <laughs> didn't sound too sold on the idea of selling. Look how unintentionally hilarious I am. Holy cow. Um, he, he didn't sound too convinced that, uh, that the Tigers were going to be guaranteed sellers, which is interesting to me. Um, he, he basically said at one point, he just straight up said, we're not in a rebuild anymore. That, those, those, were, those were literally, that's a quote. That is a real Alavila quote. We're not rebuilding anymore. Um, so it'll be super interesting to see what this team does. I, I have a hard time believing that they're just going to make no moves. I, I'm not really sure how that makes too much sense. Uh, but I, I think what he's trying to say is the the Robbie Grossmans of the world, right? The people that have a year and a half of control and are in their 30s and, and in previous years, if we were terrible, would absolutely be moved. I think Robbie Grossman might be a Tiger next year um, after those comments. I'd I, uh, that, that's, that's kind of what I got out of it. The, the people, not necessarily the expiring deals. I think there's still some debate for those, but the, uh, the year and a half people, Matt Boyd, Robbie Grossman, the people that are free agents after next season, uh, when usually you would want to trade people, uh, at their peak value would be with a year and a half left of, of team control. Um, and instead of just an expiring, expiring deal, if you want to get the most bang for your buck, get the most good prospects or whatever in return. Um, and uh, I, I kind of took those comments as, as that. That's how I interpreted them. And you can obviously interpret them however you want. Um, but it was super, I mean, it's nice to hear the person in charge say we're trying to actually win games now. That's nice. That's super cool. First time we've had that in, in, in over five years. So that that's really, really cool. Um, yeah, man. Uh, so so super interesting comments made there. It'll be super uh, in, intriguing to kind of see. We're obviously, uh, all of us are super interested in what he's going to do at the deadline regardless. But uh, after those comments, man, it's, it's, uh, it's a little interesting. A little interesting. A little spicy, spicy uh, Vila quote. For your uh, for your Wednesday afternoon, Tuesday, I guess when he said it. Um, the only other thing, standings, six straight, six games under five hundred, um, nine and a half out of the wild card, two games back from the Angels, four games back from Cle- the Cleveland baseball team. I don't. I mean, I'm, I'm not gonna. We're we're not gonna make the playoffs or anything, but you know. It's just fun to win. It's fun to look in the standings and not see the, you know, uh, 32 in the game's back column and, and be the, the at the bottom 15th in the American League. Like, it's nice to, to be in the mix. And while we're, we're not in the wildcard race by any means, we're not, you know, like part of that upper echelon of conversation. It's fun that, like, when they show the American League standings, the, like, your team isn't cut off. Like, you're actually part of the graphic. Like, that's kind of cool. <laughs> it's kind of a cool feeling. Hey, man, there we are. Usually, by, by July especially, we're just cut off of the graphic. We're not even included. <laughs> so it's kind of cool. We're actually in there. Single digit. Games back. 
Crazy. Absolutely crazy. I think that's all I wanted to cover, ladies and gents. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, I will be at the ballpark again Wednesday, which will make it like three games in four days or Saturday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah. So, uh, so I'll be there. I'll also be at Thursday's game. So uh, going to every single game this Rangers series. Um, had quite a few people walk up to me during the during the game and introduce themselves and tell me they were listeners and, and had some really cool conversations with some people, meeting a lot of people. So so uh, feel free to, to hit me in the shoulder or whatever and, and walk up and say what's up because that's one of my favorite things is, is – uh, is talking to talking interacting with with y'all so that was a super cool super fun time down at the stadium it's super cool to see that and uh yeah i appreciate all of you love you all thank you so much for uh for making my my uh my passion fun that i mean my pet pa- that doesn't make sense I, <laughs> i'm gonna go to bed <laughs> how about that I'm, I'm, I'm gonna do all of us a favor you, your ears included, and just go to sleep. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, it means the world to me. Peace and love. Going to therapy is dope. And, uh, yeah, I'll catch you at the stadium tomorrow, and I will catch you back in your ears tomorrow as well. Go Tigers, baby. Peace.